Hey, thanks for joining us. This is Summer Camp Programming Podcast. My name is Kurt, and this is part two of a long episode that we did on Virtual Camp Ideas 2.0. We cut it short last episode, and this is the second part of that. So Chris and I are just going to go ahead and jump into it. So here we go. All right, back with even more Virtual Ideas 2.0. My next one is, it's kind of a two-in-one because they're kind of similar but kind of different. What's Missing Mm -hmm. is the first one. So you have basically uh, a layout, and I should give props to the person who uh, submitted this idea (laughs) to me in a roundtable. But if you go, all these ideas are on my blog posts. Yep. So I have five different blog posts. Each has 20 different virtual camp ideas. And, and this up is to 120. <laughs> <laughs> right. Five times 20, 120. <laughs> um, so what's missing is basically you put out a bunch of different items on the table. And then you have all the kids look. Okay, I see what items are there. You close your webcam or your camera. You take off, take out one or two of the items. You open your webcam, and the kids have to decide, you know, type in, I guess, which two items are missing. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. The other one is spot the difference. Uh-huh. And basically, you see me. I close the webcam. I move something around behind me, or I take it away. And oh, then I open it yeah. up, and they have to spot what the difference is. Very simple. So, you could even let simple. the kids do that. You could say, okay, Billy, you're up next. You get to do it, too. Totally, totally. Very interactive. I like that. And I think this is one of those things where if you're doing, again, I think of can you charge for this? Mm-hmm. But if you're doing an hour, two hours of just general, we're doing a bunch of games, we're having fun. Yeah. Just so mom and dad that can get some work done or yep. what whatever they're doing. This these are a couple of those games that you can put into the schedule of those hour, the two hours, just having a good time yep. virtually. Yeah. Yeah. And that I say that's where we have been looking too, because that whole social aspect of camp, how do you tie that into this virtual? And that has been so hard. And that right. ties right into my next one. Uh, we call it Battle of the Backgrounds. And you just, it's the whole, you get to do the virtual background and let the kids battle kind of battle. Battle of the backgrounds. Yeah. And so when, when they come on for the social time and that, that talking time, you, they just get to pick a fun background to have as they pop on. So you're like, oh, look at you. And I, we had one time, my favorite, the kid, because in Zoom, you can choose what color you want to be green screened and disappear. And so the right. kid green screened himself. And like he had some kind of cartoon character. And uh, so he on tried purpose? To, yeah. And so he tried to position his body so that the cartoon character fit his little, you know. And he ah, tried. I love it. And I'm like, that's such a fun idea. Different things. Or I, we had somebody, they green screened their eyeballs and had like <laughs> some kind of video in the background going. So it was really creepy. But it was funny. Like, okay, they they getting some fun, kind of really getting into it things. That's so cool. Gretchen Reeson is the one who I got that idea oh, from. Oh, yeah. My next idea. Oh, oh, I moved the wrong screen. (laughs) (laughs) My next idea is another one that I got from the round table. 
And this one is Teddy Bear Mascot Election. Okay. When I first saw this, I was like, huh? But this one comes from Mark Greenberg. Basically, you have four, I guess. I mean, I guess it depends on how many staff you have. But say four staff that all take on personas of a teddy bear. Maybe Uh they have their teddy bear. Maybe they find a teddy bear that they like online, whatever. But they take on the persona. So you you come as a character. Each of the teddy bears or each of the staff have to create campaign video, a, a campaign video. They're running for the mascot, the quarantine mascot. Right? Uh-huh. So they make their video, then they you put it on your social media cha- channels and have, maybe you put it on, I guess if you had to have them vote, you can either have them uh, do a poll on Facebook or you can have them email or something like that. Then you've got two, let's say the, the top two mascots or top two staff go on to do a live debate as their teddy bear personas. They do the live debate, and again, you have a vote, all the campers, all the families, what have you, and one ends up victorious. They are the quarantine camp mascots, (laughs) the teddy bear camp mascot, and then you can do all kinds of stuff with that, whether it be memes that you put out, and they can show up at different virtual classes to say hi. They could put out videos of... Hey, we're going to be doing this or we're going to, you know, whatever promo mm-hmm. videos. You just have all kinds of fun with it. So I yeah. really like that idea. That's good. Yeah. Good. Before I give my next one, I kind of want to say something we've also learned with Zoom and virtual camp and things like yes. that is you need permission to post. Like if you're going to record this and then post it on your YouTube channel or something that you got to make sure you have permission from whoever is a part of it that they I, I like I think with normal camp we always get the you have the little thing I I'm okay I wave whatever rights that the camp can use my child's photo in promotions and things like that and you're gonna have to be the same way with zoom or you can't post it on YouTube like you, you have to get the kiddos permission oh, before right. you post your zoom episode up on YouTube or whatever right good point uh, so that preface this next one um, is the TikTok dance competition okay (laughs) and and i've seen this this has kind of been a cool neat thing and and you teach you learn the dance things and and then you post it on your tiktok account now i am not going to get into whether you should have a tiktok or should not have a tiktok it's especially during this quarantine tiktok has changed a lot even but the i know there's a lot of dance competitions but my favorite one i've seen i i saw it done i think it was camp wyoming did this one they did a whole they had the full house theme but they had what the person did is they called all of their counselors and they said, here's what I want you. I want you to film yourself doing something silly and then look up and wave at the camera. And so they had everything from like somebody's washing their dog, you know, giving their dog a bath and they look up and wave at the camera. <laughs> the next one, you know, someone like crawls out of the refrigerator and then waves at the camera. And then they put it all together and had the full house theme going in the right. background. And so I'm like, that's funny. That's hilarious. But just teaching your kids, you know, you can have a whole, okay, we're going to learn the, whatever the current dance thing is. And then, yeah, you can, you can learn how to dance it and then put it on your own TikTok. So it doesn't have to even be through the camp one if you don't want to do that. So the princess Pat's. Yeah. (laughs) 
I don't. My He's, my daughter tries to teach them all to me. I, I am putting this on YouTube right there. <laughs> I don't know any of them. Chris Chris is dancing. If your kids were in the room, they'd be like, "Dad, they stop! Would. Make they it make, stop!" My daughter tries to teach me all of them, and I stink. So that's funny. So this isn't an idea as far as here, do this. But I think gamification, mm-hmm. awarding points to the kids for showing up, awarding points to the kids for finishing an activity, awarding points for maybe you have a trivia contest and they yeah. can get points. Then have, you know, those points could just be for bragging rights. They could be for a camp sticker. They could be for something prize related but that's something i know again this is human nature but for me if i say you know i'm gonna go to subway because i want to get another punch or i'm gonna log onto this website that i wouldn't normally do it because i know i'm gonna get some points for this kids are gonna be the same way hey i'm gonna show up that's a whole thing with camp right when you're at camp you've got these kids you're taking them to the activity. They can't just choose not to go mm-hmm. or choose not to wake up, you know, where well, I'm going to sleep in. But with virtual camp, they can choose just to leave whenever they want. Yep. <laughs> they can go to the restroom. They can log off. They could do whatever. But if you have a point system and even if it's for bragging rights or you have a leaderboard or it is for prizes, they're going to show up more than they would if you didn't have that. So if they're going to get points for this, they're going to get points for that. It's it's a great reason for them to show up, and I think it would change everything as far as a virtual yeah. camp uh, that you offer. I did it again. Funny story. We had a kid that we're pretty sure he faked it, tried to get log off like his internet was down. But he was like, hey, I... Uh. <laughs> But he like <laughs> he kind of moved after to like what is he doing? And then like he got like he he quickly typed in the chat bar like he turned off his videos like I think I think my internet's dying and then he was gone and we're like the whole cell phone thing. in the tunnel yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun and so and like even the other kind of kiddos realized like yeah he didn't we were all just giggling about it. That's it was so funny, funny. So. because even if I've been in webinars where I felt like. I don't want to leave because they'll see me leave, but I really don't want to stay. <laughs> just freeze yourself. Don't move. But you can see if they move like the whole yeah. thing. Otherwise it would just be like, they would be right here. Yeah. That's so funny. That's so funny. He tried. It was, it was funny. My last idea. I don't know if it works or not. I'd love to find out, but hometown stomping ground is doing it this week. And I love the idea. Well, at least I love what I think the idea is. I don't actually know how it goes. <laughs> I just saw this. It's they're calling it's a week long thing. It's called Night Game Creation with Fun Amanda, and I love to begin with that she just goes by Fun Amanda. But <laughs> the, uh, my guess is what they're doing is they're using the kids to come up with some night games that could be played at camp, like night all... evening or like knights and princesses. I don't know. Yeah, night evening. Yeah, okay. it's spelled that way. Um, maybe they typoed, but um, right, right. But that's also, so that in my thought, I'm like that's what they're doing is they're having the kids help come up with some fun games to even play at camp later maybe or maybe it's for virtual camp i'm not real sure how they're kind i just thought i'm like what a great idea and so interactive of hey pick 
pick whatever. Kids register, you pick I wouldn't this couldn't be 100 kids, you know, you'd have to keep the group pretty small. But let's let's talk through some game. You know, what would be a fun game to play at camp or what would be a fun virtual game and let the kids kind of come up with it. And then next week, this is my guess. So hometown if you're listening, I'm just <laughs> guessing you're doing this. I don't know. But I'm wondering if they're going to play the game next week. You know, that's going to be part right. of okay, now. This is the game that blah, 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 blah. All these kids came up with. Well, I like that idea. If you say this is Steve and Susie's game, yeah. we're doing it at this time. And here is so-and-so's game at this yeah. time. If you want to participate or if you want your game to be, you need yep. to participate in the other games too. You can't just be like, I'm just going to show up for my game. Yeah. So have some kind of thing like that. I really like that idea. <laughs> going along with that, as far as you were talking about the kids, maybe, maybe it's, these are things that we can play at camp. I see every once in a while in the virtual camp ideas group where people are asking, what can we do with CITs? Yep. And I think you can definitely do CIT program virtually. One, you can do the leadership stuff, right? I yeah. know when I went through CIT program, we actually sat down, had a book about leadership and learned lessons. It was really the most boring part of the program, but it's something that we did. It could be made fun. The second thing is that the CITs can be a part of, they can make their own videos and they can help run some of the online virtual stuff. Mm -hmm. But the third part is that you can use them as brain, you, know, you can have a brainstorm session or a round table with your CITs. Like, what do you want to see when camp, starts up again mm -hmm. what can we do differently because they're going to be so excited i've got this idea for a special event i've got this idea for a game we could play at archery i've got hey you know here's a great gaga version that we can do and i think cit is the perfect age to just kind of extrapolate those creative ideas from and they would be really excited about it and coming back. And you can say, when we cut, when camp starts mm -hmm. up again, the live camp starts up again, we're going to do this. This is ideas that came from the CIT group and we're yeah. so excited, blah, blah, blah. So that's cool. I like that. Yeah. The last thing I wanted to talk about was charging for camp. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I wrote a blog post on it. Of course it were, these are my ideas. These are, it's not necessarily based on anything that somebody's doing right now, but the things camps have done. And Chris and I talk a lot about this. And if you're thinking, I can't charge for camp, then think of ideas like donation. Yeah. I mean, that's some camps are saying, hey, here's the program. Please donate what you can. And you'll have parents that will want to support what you're doing and they will donate. And then you'll have parents that won't. And that's fine too, you're building goodwill. You can also do tiered pricing. In fact, mm -hmm. you were, Chris, you were gonna do tiered pricing. <laughs> With normal camp, yeah. <laughs> right, but I, I think- I was, and now I'm not, because camp is canceled, unfortunately. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a really good model for virtual camp, where some parents are saying, I'm just gonna pay the minimum amount because I'm not really sure what this is all about or if it's for us. And other parents are going to be, hey, I really want to support them, what they're doing. I think this is great. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give a higher amount. And then the other thing, I don't know how feasible this is, but you can get sponsorships, I think. Yep. Maybe, especially if you're a nonprofit or if you're in a, a certain 
uh, specialty type of camp, then maybe you can get sponsors. Uh, so. I just think at the end of your Zoom, today's Zoom was brought to you by Why Oreo. Not? <laughs> <laughs> by the number two and the letters A, B, and R. <laughs> Sesame Camp. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, other things were because you're looking at doing camp boxes, right? Mini camp camp kits, yeah. So camp we kits. we sent a survey. This is I I had all this idea. Here's what I think everyone wants, and I'm glad we sent the survey out to these parents to find out. Hey, what do you actually want? Because we're learning some different things. Even right now, a lot of parents said, right now my kids are so overwhelmed with e-learning, and that uh, that we don't want to do anything right now on a Zoom or we don't want a big Zoom. Save it for later. Do it another, you know, do it in the summer when we're not overwhelmed with e-learning and, and all this other stuff. Um, and so that that really kind of helped. But they we had a lot of parents that said and they were looking into virtual or not virtual uh, camp kit boxes where we would put craft supplies in it. We'd put games or uh, cards. Or I'm trying to think dice we were going to put in it, all these different ideas. And we still haven't even come up with them, all of them yet. It's just been so crazy and busy, but that, that, and then parents come, they pay for it. Whatever we decide, this is how much the box cost us. So if you want it, you gotta, you gotta pay this amount. They, we weren't delivering, we weren't shipping. You had to come pick it up. Cause we were looking at even putting some STEM stuff in it. And we knew like, I don't know, I don't want to deal with all the mailing liquids and shipping liquids and things like that. So we were just going to have, if you wanted this, you had to come pick it up kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. But, but that, and then. And this loses the interactive part of it. But we were even thinking like, if here's the the whatever the stuff for the craft, but you can go to this. Here's the link to see Carrie teach you how to do the craft, or here's the stuff to do the STEM activity at home. But you go to this YouTube link to watch how to put it all together. And then a lot of parents said they were interested in that because it put things on their like a time that worked for them. So instead mm -hmm. of I my kid had to be live at two, which is what we're doing now that they could go on any time, they can go on a Saturday or whatever and do these activities kind of on their own. And that's what a lot of our parents right now said they were interested in because they're working from home, the e-learning is crazy. And they were like, can you do this? So then when my kid's free in the afternoon or they have something else, they can kind of do it on their time. So we're looking at that right now with our virtual camp too, so. Yeah, I like that. I, I think that you can do the videos with the kits, the pre-recorded video, or you can do it live, yeah. uh, either one. I, but they're getting something that's I, tangible. And I think the big part of that is just find out what your parents want. Every area seems to, I mean, we've had the virtual camp ideas group going. We're over 5,000 people as part of it right now. It's cool. But every area seems a little bit different. And there's like some camp will post something like, here's something that works so well. I'm like, oh, I tried that and <laughs> it bombed horribly. And so I think that's the thing. Find out, send a survey out to your parents. What are you interested in? What's working? You know, come up and don't have a crazy, this is going to take me two hours to answer all these questions survey. Something quick, but find out what your parents, what your campers want, and then create that. Figure out what's going to work for you. I feel like those sometimes the parents don't know what they want. Yeah. Or they don't understand. One, if you if you survey or you run a focus group, which I like the idea of the focus group, yeah. then you need to have a clear description what of yeah. what your virtual camp is going to look like. That's right. If you say, we're going to do pre-recorded or even live sing-alongs and campfires, that is not going to – no one's going to pay for that. Uh -oh. You You have to pivot into something that's – 
not camp. This is not going to be camp. No. Camp no. is great, but virtual camp is not going to be camp. Not the same. Yeah. But if you're looking to uh, raise income and mm -hmm. pay for maybe a couple staff or something, you're going to – it can't be the sing-alongs. Yeah. That has to be free that you can, you know, be as a bonus on – your social media on YouTube, that yep. type of thing. But if you're going to charge, it's got to be something more than that. And those kits or those boxes are one way to do that. Especially if your audience lives locally for day camp, yep. it's perfect for resident camp. It depends mm -hmm. how in the woods you are, how long they're going yeah. to drive to get there. But you can also do theme boxes. If you're doing like a pirate week, that yep. would be a fun box to put together. And this is all stuff that you're going to have to, who knows how long it's going to take to actually get to you by mail yeah. <laughs> to put in your boxes. We even, uh, I, something we sent out, I learned off of the virtual campaigns. We talked about putting in the boxes. Somebody told us the green tablecloths, like the, the Kelly green tablecloths from Dollar Tree work great for a green screen background oh, for Zoom. Interesting. And they're a dollar, you know? I love that. And so we're like, oh, that's perfect. Maybe we'll put some of those in the boxes too. So then as we do interactive stuff together, they kind of have their own green screen that we provided for them. What kind of boxes are you thinking? Like, where are you going to get these boxes? What oh, they man. Look like? I, it has changed so many times as yeah. we've talked with parents. And we were really looking at some decent – I mean, we weren't going to just cardboard, but going to Walmart and getting kind of a tub almost because there's so much we're trying to put in these. And and that has changed so many times too because I we're trying to figure out, like, am I just going to do – a week kind of activities am i looking for a right. couple days and so we haven't done anything yet it's we're still in the planning phase of all of this and what it's going to look like for the summer but that's been like do we get a big tub and like okay we throw these in and then it's like they're going to open it up at home like well junk my my supplies for elephant toothpaste <laughs> right. spilled all over here and my baggies <laughs> that have the paint in them have now you know like we got to figure all that out still and so it's we're still in the planning phase it the problem is we're trying to keep because we are going to charge for them right we're trying to figure out what's the appropriate amount that parents are going to be willing to pay versus what we can put in the box and i don't think i actually talked about it. i think i skipped over it sadly uh pitsco does a whole i think that's how you say their name p-i-t-s-c-o um Never heard of they're, they're a really good STEM, online STEM. You can buy STEM stuff from them. They have a whole STEM at home and how to do some different activities at home. But they have created boxes you can buy from them. And I think they're $50, but it's like make a catapult and learn from it. Make this, and they gotcha. have all this stuff. So I think I may actually buy some of their boxes to get an idea. Okay, how'd you pack these? What'd you put oh, in them? And, right, right. And how does that look? As we're trying to figure out our boxes for everyone too. I it's right you, now you, we're in the research and development phase. Right. So. You saw the video uh, from Ashley in yes. our group, right? So they just did Ziploc bags and they yeah. actually delivered them. But yeah, you can use huge Ziploc bags too, especially if you're not actually mailing them out. But yeah, it would be cool if you had this special box that had your I, camp logo on it and everything else i mean i'm not gonna go and ha order a box that i may just use some of the camp stickers and slap on the box there you go there know. you go there but, you go yeah it's, uh, and it's i think also difficult. specialty kits if you're if like i said if i did a magic one mm -hmm. having certain props that you're teaching magic tricks putting those in a box if you're mm -hmm. doing a certain 
um, knitting <laughs> class or yeah. I think any kind of specialty camp that you're going to run or class skilled yep. class, you can make a box for and even sell to it. the point. I mean, we were trying to think like if we do games, we do an art of games. Most kids have cards at home. So figuring that right. out, like, OK, I could create a bunch of stuff. And then that doesn't have they don't have to pick up a box or things like that. But we even thought, like, if we play, there's like a Tinsy game that's really fun. But you need dice for that. Kids have dice. They don't have likely 10 dice at home. (laughs) Right. And so we're like, okay, let's put those in a Ziploc, throw those in a kit. And that could be part of it, too. And Yeah, it's it's not been easy because, like, I mean, we said this earlier. It this isn't camp and this isn't going to replace camp. It's just, uh, I, I mean, I, we canceled our camp this summer. And so we're looking at ways we can still connect with campers and parents, but it's not going to replace it. It's just a, an instead of kind of thing. I think the other thing is possibly, the other idea I had was possibly to have contract instructors. So if you aren't mm-hmm. or you don't have anybody in yep. on your staff that has a certain skill set, but you want to offer it, say one contract instructor is like, I'm really into jewelry making mm-hmm. or I am into magic or I can run D&D. You have them come in and then however many kids that they get, you can pay them a percentage of what you bring in. That's what we do at Parks and Recreation is have contract instructors or you can say, hey, I'm going to have this magician teach a two-hour class. I'm paying them $200. Yeah. Or one hour class, I'm paying them $200. And then they come and they give the class live. and the, Or they don't come, they do it from their home kind of thing. So if you collaborate with people that way as well. And the other thing, Chris and I talked about actually collaborating with other camps. Yep. If you're short on ideas and you say, oh, it'd be easier if I had a couple other camp directors to work with. And you find a couple of camps that are either within your area or that are within your maybe you're a faith-based camp and it's all Presbyterian. You find other Presbyterian camps or what have you. You get together with them and you say, Hey, my time is from noon to three and your time is from this. Mm-hmm. Not only are you collaborating and getting brainstormed, brainstorming ideas, but you're also kind of putting that workload on everybody and you're getting the campers from other camps as part yeah. of your virtual camp. So it's a much Helps bigger build your audience. audience. Yeah, exactly. Cause this, what we've learned, I mean, this is nowhere near an odd, like we have during the summer over 500 kiddos that we work with and different things. And I, I don't have anywhere near even a normal week of camp of 70 kids a week. We don't have that partaking, no. not partaking, participating. Right. And <laughs> in, in so combining with other groups will really help build that audience even and get a few more make it really worth kind of doing all the work for you know if you're doing all this stuff and two kiddos show up it's like oh well that that was a lot of work for two plus plus some of the activities don't bode well for just a few you need several kiddos to play and be a part of well i think that's an important point is to have them register ahead of time yes and if you only get two kids then you don't run that program that's right (laughs) That's right. So we've always, again, this is kind of coming from a parks and recreation background where there's always been a minimum set for each class, no matter what that class is, minimum being five or Mm -hmm. six kids or even adults. If you don't meet the minimum, then that class is canceled. Yep. Yeah. So is there anything 
else? Yeah. So my last thing I was, I was going to talk about, and I'm, we're going to put this in the show notes to find it, but I have been going through the virtual camp ideas group and just creating a list. Of, oh, you started that, huh? I have. So we're, I mean, it's, it's gotten pretty long already of if anyone shared a link to here's a fun game or somebody even created a whole, they called it, I think, zoom in, zoom in on zoom. And it was just a game they created of things that were close up and they slowly backed out. You had to guess what the item was. Oh, cool. And so if anyone shared any ideas or they here's a link to this game or here's a free whatever or here's where you can find team building, I just copied the links and created a list of where it is. And and so I'll have that in the show notes and so you can go and just download the list and, and have your own. Where are you going to house that? We're going to put that. Right now it's on Google. It's on Google Docs. So okay. it's, everything's on there. So we'll just share it that way and. People and so you're not putting it. in the files of the group because you want to keep updating it? Yeah, because it's gotcha. going to, I mean, it. good night. It, I added a bunch even last night. <laughs> so okay, cool, cool. It keeps like growing. That. So Thanks just a, a helpful way because they're, we with 5,000 people, we've gotten huge in that group and lots of good ideas out there and just trying to keep it somewhat organized. So I know, I know. Great. Yeah. Well, I think that's, uh, bottom line is you can charge for virtual camp. That's and right. camp is not gonna be the virtual camp is not gonna be camp so just kind of get that out of your head yeah all right question for this week oh for this the second episode possibly this whatever episode this is this is this is my question and so and i i kind of came up with it because it fit what we're doing but what is working or seeing you maybe you've seen some things working and what is not working with virtual camp and so did have you seen anything on the page maybe people have talked about like oh this is good do it or nope this is not good don't get away stay away from that as far as as far as what i've seen working i don't know dude i mean seems different for every area doesn't it <laughs> it, it well it really does yeah. uh, as far as not working i will say and i you know i said this earlier is that my head and my mindset is on charging camp and what's not working for if you're going to charge for camp are the sing-alongs and, and mm-hmm. the virtual campfires, at least the way they're being done that I've seen. Parents are going to pay for those. So yeah. are they working to – are our kids watching them? I don't know, but they're they're not working as far as, hey, we're going to pay for this. Yeah. Our, I'd say our biggest thing that has worked that we've done – we did a family trivia night and it was a hit. Um, and trying think, to figure out. I think out I was every... last place on, on that. You were, yeah. You were... <laughs> but even trying to figure out, I mean, we had 70 ish total people kind of as a part of that. And it was I don't know, seven, eight families. It had to be more than that. There was quite a few families on there. Yeah. But it, it was pretty cool and it became a huge hit. And I've had several ask me when the next one is. And so nice. that I I feel like that that was a good if they're asking me when the next one is to play along they they would you would too. you I know you don't charge for that but would you be willing to say hey you know just do a pitch for a donation during that and we did kind of when we we talked about it a little and I even in Zoom you can set up a landing like when I hit end you can set up a landing page it's going to take oh, people to okay and so we had it take everyone to our donation page. Smart. The problem was, I, I don't know if we just we waited too long or however we did. I need to figure out how to do it faster. 
but once I hit end, everyone else kind of also hit end or they right. quit leave. They hit. You'd have to do it in the middle for it to be yeah. effective. So. I would say you could do a little commercial get your puppet out there and be like, yeah, here hey, we go. it's <laughs> go donation here. time. Pass the plate around. <laughs> That's right. Something to put it on there. But they, they really enjoyed it. So I, I think we'll do that again. What has not been working? The couple things have not I've noticed have not worked. We've actually increased our social media presence during this time, too, and we've done a lot with, like, I have this little toy hedgehog, and we've put him in different places around camp, and it, we call it spy, and you have to guess where he's at. That's been a huge hit. It has gotten lots of people on social media to communicate with that. Nice. Uh, we've done camp memes, and we had several staff have been really like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put some camp memes in there. What has not worked that I thought would be cool, <laughs> hashtag... I put up camp pictures and asked people to caption it. And I've gotten a few, a few camp staff have gotten into it, but no one else really has. The other thing that's so popular outside of camp is the re reenactions or whatever. They, they reenact um, oh, right. or recreate a painting, a famous painting. And so I thought, Oh, go find your, you know, go on our Facebook page, find the picture and reenact it, you know, just make it up so far it has two entries and they're both me. And so, <laughs> That has not gone over well at all. So I'm like, okay, I, I learned. But that's more social media. Virtual camp, some of the things that have not worked that we've seen is crafts with the craft time with Carrie. And the problem with that is either you have kind of a lame craft because it's what people have materials at home. Right. Or you have a cool craft and they can't really participate because they don't have the materials. Right. And so I think our craft time is going to be, it's going to fit in more with the camp boxes versus. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know. Our Hobby Lobby, you can't go to. Right. Kids can't go to Walmart where we're at. And so they almost have to ask their parents, like, will you pick these things up for me? And that that's hard for kids to do. Like, I want this color, this color, this color. You know, that doesn't work as well. And so we and, think and craft time will fit better with a box. Amazon is taking like a month to deliver anything. Oh my goodness! So. <laughs> I am, I got spoiled with Prime, and now it's like, oh my goodness, right. this is more than two days. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I was, I was thinking you you had oh what we didn't talk about was and this is your thing of punishments if you do some kind of a challenge yeah or or if there's some danger element. I think we talked about that in the last one, didn't we? Did we? I, I don't, don't know. Remember. I don't think so. You've you've talked about it a few times to me. But... Days have become months in this quarantine. <laughs> right. So... <laughs> it feels like forever ago. Yeah, the, the punishments or the penalties in competitions was a huge hit. And we weren't sure how that would go over. We had kind of come up with the idea. We're like, oh, what was this your... could be a flop. We did archery. So right. it was uh, my That's ministry right. director, Tim, my son, Rowan, and I all did archery against each other. And then whoever did the best, whoever got the best score each round, the kids got to pick a punishment for the next round. And so, like, Tim did really well one round, so he had to stand on one foot. And then... So the winner I, has the... The winner the has the punishment. Yeah, so it makes it a little more fair. So it's a, not a punishment like a pie in the face, yeah. but it's something that's going to make it harder the next round for you. Mm -hmm. I see. I see. I didn't get that part. I thought because I think it would be fun also if you do these competitions and whoever has the least amount of points at the end has to dye their hair green oh, or yeah. shave their head or, you know, there some kind of punishment or that. a pie in the face or something like that. This was more of just to keep the whole interactive going each round. And so gotcha. we did like five rounds of archery and the kids we had a whole because with Zoom, you could set up polling. And so we put the punishments out. Here's the three punishments for this round. You get to pick which one 
you know, Tim did the best this round. So, okay, what's his punishment? Well, he has to shoot all of his arrows within 30 seconds next round. Got or it. he has to cool. stand weird. And, and it really, it was fun. I mean, we had a good time. We did, we learned about halfway through. Tim was doing really well. And I was like, what in the world? How are you beating me? I'm usually pretty good at archery. <laughs> he had a whole extra arrow. He was shooting six arrows when the rest of us were shooting five. Ah. <laughs> and then my son did really well too. And he's pretty good at archery, but I, I still shoot usually much better than both of those two. So we're pretty sure he was not adding up the score correctly in his head. So I'm calling it now. This is me. My wife will (laughs) listen to this and say I'm still being a sore loser. But I lost, and those were the two reasons. (laughs) So... Oh, that's funny. I'm like, how in the world are you guys beating me? Like, almost all of my arrows are in the center. Right. I'm like, one of your arrows, Rowan, didn't even hit the thing, you know? Like, how in the world? Pretty sure that's what happened. That's what I'm, I'm going to say happened. And so you need and a scorekeeper. I know, yeah, because yeah. we all cheat. <laughs> we were <Yeah>. very competitive. <laughs> well, cool. I think those are good ideas. Yeah. I think so those are... Th- anything to help right now, I think that's been the coolest thing I've seen about camp people. And, and we're usually... Camp people are usually pretty good about sharing ideas and helping. But it's neat to see kind of all of us come together and, and share some ideas during right. this time. And, right, right. Or I tried this or do this, steal this idea. You know, here's what's working. I think it's been neat. You can't Just... steal what is a gift. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, don't think that every camp professional shares. I think yeah. there's a good subset of us that mm-hmm. share our ideas and others aren't on social media or they stay in their own little bubble. Yeah. I think there's a lot of camps out there that have no idea there are these big groups on Facebook yeah. or, or or attend any of the conferences or anything like that. But, yeah, it is nice to see of those that, that do how we all share different ideas. I do really hope – we, we've joked and we've said this before with our group, like, wow, we're at 5,000 already. I do really hope that this group eventually goes by the wayside because we don't need it anymore. Right, right. Yeah. right that is my hope. <laughs> I have a lot of good virtual camp ideas, but I hope I don't have to use them another Although, year. do you think camps will offer a virtual version in the future? I, I don't know. Because we've talked about using this kind of during this time period. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we'll do some after school activities during the, you know, February, January, February, March months that we don't offer anything at camp. You know, we don't right. have anything going on. So this would be a good, right. Right. But during the summer, I really, no, hope not I during never summer. Yeah. I mean, I maybe I camp again, depending on, <laughs> yeah, depending on your program, but no, I mean like off season. Yeah. Stuff. I think this yeah. will be a huge to keep kids connected to camp year round. I think this has helped create, cause that's what, I mean, that's our plan. It's made our social media a lot bigger. I just right. even last, I mean, last month we had reached over 4,000 people we've never reached before. That's like awesome. that's cool that that's brought that in. Yeah. And and I think this will be good. I do. I mean, did you grow up with the whole, like you come home after school and you watch TV or you do something. I think yeah, this could sure. be our, our thing that camps start doing. You come home after school and you hop on to be, to get your camp fixed. You know, <laughs> right. Camp has a little, whatever every tuesday afternoon at at 4 p.m camp has a special virtual thing you can be a part of and yeah there's no more after school specials on tv so this would be the after school special and keep (laughs) keep kids connected to camp and they'll want to get in to earn their points i'm telling you they're gonna come home and be like i gotta get my points all right man i think that's it cool well from around the campfire this has been chris and kurt and have a good one